big I'm never just missing my hits not a little shout out to that big now the starting lineup for your daily dribble all the scores that you want to get into he goes fat lamb harder in the paint each and every week go ahead and give up for He's got a 98% left right. Easily the most humble member of this lineup. And he's not too bad on the eye either. It's And as always, he calls the shots and he hits the shots. A man affectionately referred to as Diesel, your host, Nick Sammet. And welcome back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. As hey. always, I'm your host, Nick Zamek. I'm here today. He's gone on holiday for the weekend. He's gone to the bench. Up up the uh, up the coast he's gone, hasn't he? So yeah, a bit of load management for Lee. Yeah, good on him. Fair play, he's earned it. But the show does roll on with you and myself, Ro. Yep. Um a big episode in store today. What we'll do, we'll quickly rip through some odds and ends. And then we're we're gonna hear from the people. We've got a couple of our uh, most avid fans, you could say, listeners, uh, coming in with their hot takes for the upcoming season. So we're looking forward to discussing that with them and, yeah, uh, yeah. putting of... putting some names to a few faces, yeah, or I'm... putting some faces to a few names, should I say, that we've uh, spoken to in the past. But uh, no, I'm very keen. They've come forward with their own hot takes and cheese. Some of them are some bloody hot. Some beauties. So great stuff there. Can't wait to do that. Um, I reckon we just get straight into yeah, it. A lot to go. get through today. So we'll rip through these odds and ends. Uh, the first one is Andrew Bogut has officially retired. Yeah, sad day for for Australian basketball, really, isn't it? He was he's probably one of the first Australians who who you could say made their name in the NBA and yep. had a had a really long career, even though it was injury riddled throughout um, some parts of it. But two thousand and five number one pick, number one pick, had a stellar career with the Bucks, Warriors, Mavs, Cavs, and Lakers. Yep. Spent two seasons in the NBL with the Sydney Kings as well, which certainly helped elevate the game here. Um, a hell of a career. He scored a total of six thousand eight hundred and eight points. He had six thousand one hundred and twelve rebounds and a thousand and ninety one blocks. Uh, he was. As you said, Ro, he was probably the leading, I guess, name in Australian basketball, not yeah. only on a, you know, a national, local level, but also mm. internationally in World yeah. Cups and really leading the Boomers team. Uh, he had put together a hell of a resume, won, won a championship in mm. 2015, also was uh, NBL, NBA third team, uh, NBL MVP. He'll forever be known as that kind of elite passing big man and, you know, a real defensive anchor and... Um, Certainly, I think the way he's elevated yep. us, you know, Australia as a country basketball-wise will certainly not be forgotten. Well, you forget how good he was on the defensive end, though. He was a defensive player of the year caliber type yep. um, player. Um, it's, yeah, it, it, it is a sad day for Australian basketball, but Jeezy made an, an impact and, um, yeah, sad to see him go. Absolutely. Another another guy who we're fond of is, uh, he's not retiring as such, but he's leaving the, uh, the US shores. Yep. Marco Bellinelli. Oh, you, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> my, my doppelganger. My doppelganger. Is returning to Italy to play for Virtus Bologna. Oh, yeah. uh, he's spent 13 seasons in the league, spanning 860 games. Picked up a championship in 2014 with the Spurs, but yep. uh, again, another player 
you know, it's not the end of the road for him, but mm. a big loss for the league. He was he was a valuable player at his at his best, but when you think about it, his time in the NBA was probably coming to an end. Yep. He probably reached his expiry date, and to head home and start playing, um, you know, close to family and friends, you can't, you can't blame that guy. Absolutely, and the Christmas Day schedule has now been released. Yep. So we've got the Pelicans versus the Heat. Oof, that's a big one. Warriors versus the Bucks. Nets versus the Celtics. Mavs versus the Lakers. And the Clippers versus the Nuggets. What a day. My God. That's huge. And, um, yeah, wow. I I know. I guess where do we start with that row? What's your pick of the games there? Uh, Read them back out to me. Sorry. Uh, Pelicans and Heat. Warriors and Bucks. Nets and Celtics. Mavs versus Lakers, Clippers versus Nuggets. Oh, look, Nets, Nets Celtics for mine, I think. Yep. I'd, I can't wait to see um, KD and Kyrie on the court for the first first time together. And obviously the Celtics, I'm a, I'm a big Boston man. So um, keen to see what they can produce this year. Obviously, we've lost Gordon Haywood in the offseason, but we've added a few more additional pieces. So I think that's my pick. What about you, yourself, Nick? Am I oh. correct in saying the Lakers-Mavs game might be up there? Ah, uh, uh, we'll certainly be up there. I'm kind of looking forward to the uh, the the nightcap uh, Clippers versus Nuggets. I would love yes, to see yep. the Nuggets just do do the Clippers in again. Do a number on them. Um, but yeah, the Mavs and Lakers it's going to be superb. And yep. kicking off with the Pelicans Heat, you know, NBA finalists. We've yep. now got a healthy Zion. Uh, oh, I really don't know. I need a five sided coin to flip. <laughs> um, but nevertheless, it's going to be a hell of a day. It's, uh, it comes on the 26th for us, so we've got Christmas Day and then. Next day, we've got a jam-packed day of basketball. Huge stuff. Huge stuff. Cannot wait. Okay. A little bit of news close to home in the NBL. Uh, the 25th pick in the 2015 draft, Jarrell Martin, has signed with the Sydney Kings. Right. Uh, okay. Martin spent time with the Grizzlies and the Cavs. Uh, he's a 26-year-old power forward. Um, a nice addition to this squad. Again, yep. a player who's you know made it to the top level. Um, will bring a bit of experience. Also... Uh, Vic Law, who you might recall last year was a two-way player with the Magic. He's signed with the Brisbane Bullets for the upcoming season. Once so, again, the, the NBL are getting a few of these more notable names, even yeah. though they haven't stood out you know, whilst playing in the NBA. Um, still nice that we can draw that calibre of, it of player in. It's a destination-type league for a lot of these guys who aren't succeeding at the top level. or Like we look at Lamelo, who came down here to warm up for his... Um, for his NBA career, yeah, I, I reckon it would do him a, a hell a world of, of good, hell of a lot of good. Yeah, a little bit of news that might uh, won't be news to you, Ro, but it still hurts nevertheless. Uh, Kemba Walker will miss yes. the start of the season after receiving a stem cell injection in his left knee. Yeah, that's uh, so disappointing. Be so interesting disappointing. to see how they go. You know, they've lost Haywood and Walker now for yep. early on. Um, it'll be interesting to see if the first couple of weeks are like a transition period with Tatum really mm. being the you know, unequivocal number one star yeah. or how they kind of play it. Uh, Tuhu does need to stand up with the absence of Kemba Walker. And I thought he was going to stand up anyway, and he's been really good for us. But that's Jalen Brown. He has to yep. take that clear number two spot now because originally it was Jason Tatum leading the Celtics with Jalen Brown and Kemba Walker as like a pinch-hitting um, equal equal second, I guess, stars on that team. But now that Kemba Walker's gone down, Jalen Brown has no choice but to step up and be a you know consistent contributor for us. Um, the good thing for the Celtics, though, is that we've recruited Jeff Teague over the off-season, so we've got a very decent player to come in and, 
Um, Fill that void. Take the reins in that point guard position, which was really handy for us because if we had... I guess Brad Wanamaker coming off the bench um, to, to fill that position it wouldn't have been in a great position. Also got Marcus Smart who can yep. play that position. So um, not all doom and gloom, but still quite disappointing. Absolutely. Um, another fan favourite, Joe Kim Noah, looks looks set to retire after being waived by the Clippers. Hmm. 13 seasons in the league, made two all-star games, three all-defensive teams, defensive player of the year, and won two national titles at the University of Florida. Yep. Um, arguably, you would have seen the clip, bro. That horrible shot he had. Uh, it was like a push of, pass from just inside the three point line. One of the worst shooting styles of all all time. But you cannot fault that guy's, you know, passion and heart. Oh, that, um, I I just automatically think back to the. I guess it would have been like the two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten. Chicago Bulls, Derrick yep. Rose, Joakim Noah, Carlos Boozer, Luol Deng. Yep. One of the all-time entertaining entertaining teams to watch. And I guess he's another player, isn't he, who's probably reached his expiry date in the league. Yeah, certainly. Um, he's sort of got the most out of himself. And, um, yeah, he, he, he's, it's a dis- disappointing to see him go out, but um, it happens to the best of them. Absolutely, it does. Speaking of the best of them, Roy, good segue. Uh, LeBron James has signed a two-year, $85 million extension with the Lakers. Yep. He'll be 38 at this deal's conclusion. And to be honest, really wouldn't surprise me if he got another deal <laughs> after this. The way he's going. Um, it's incredible. What a phenomenal, I guess, specimen. Um, yep. He's doing incredible things. And I guess to tie in with that, AD has signed a five-year, $190 million extension. So Yep. It, it happened in very close time of each other, those signings, didn't it? I think once LeBron saw that AD put his name to paper, he was, did the exact same thing. Well, do you want the third signing in this LA love, team? Would love it. Jared Dudley has re-signed oh, for one year at $2.6 million, oh, So geez. It's that a huge guy, deal. Guy, the band is back together. That guy, um, in all seriousness, that guy's good for that team. Not so much on the court, but the off-court side of things. You need a guy like that, yeah, don't you? Yeah. And he plays it perfectly. Yeah. You know, he doesn't need to be on the court, but you need a hype man, someone to, for you know, sure. an yeah. older veteran head. Yeah. Um, they're in good shape, the Lakers. They are. But You'd be a happy man, Nick. There'll be plenty more talk about that in our hot takes, I feel. Yes. Uh, Leangelo Ball has signed a one-year non-guaranteed deal with the Pistons. I saw this. So all three brothers are now in the league. Yeah. Uh, Lavar has said that all three brothers will end up in Charlotte and that they'll win a title in the next five years. Jeez, he's predicted some things in his time, so well, who many knows? Many may laugh, yeah. but you know he said all three would be in the NBA, and here they are. So yeah, they are. you know he's got a pretty good track record for as much as he spouts his mouth, Lavar. And um, look, Detroit Pistons aren't too crash hot, are they? So he might even get some minutes for them. I think. Well, wouldn't surprise me. I actually, yeah. I was a bit bored last. Oh, well, not bored. Yeah, I was a bit bored last night. I decided to fire up two K, mm. and there was a big update, so I just started it. Yep. You know, without the online features, and did the my GM pick Detroit, pick the worst oh, team. Dear, I like picking mate. the worst and kind of seeing how they go. From the but ground up. yeah, I was yeah. looking at the team list and I was like, God Almighty, this is this is hard. They're in like, so much trouble. They're in disarray. Um, it's certainly just going to be a year for Killian Hayes, Sadiq yep. Bay to really. Kind of grow um, and develop. Surprised D Rose is still there, to be Sur- honest. Surprised Blake's still there. Still there, yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a funny old year in Detroit. If I was a Detroit fan, I wouldn't get my hopes up too high. No, not at all. Last piece of news, and maybe the biggest. Yep. Uh, we had a little, a big trade during the week involving the Wizards and the Rockets. Oh, yes. Now, what we're going to do, he might be up the coast, our man Lee. And we don't know what kind of um, what I state, guess, he'll state be in. he's going to be in, which is. A bit I'd worrying for us, but... dare say a big Friday night for him. I would have thought so. But uh, 
you know, I think he was keen to have some input into the episode. So we're, we're going to give him a buzz here, and we're going to hear his thoughts on this trade involving his wizards. What do you reckon? Do you reckon he'll pick up? I don't reckon he's coming in with a heap of energy, something tells me, but mm. we'll see. That's all right. Give us your best, Lee. Oh, I tell is... you what, I'll be flat if he doesn't enter. Lee! What's going on? Mate, you are on the Daily Dribble podcast. Welcome back. Oh, great. Great to be here. <laughs> great to be here. You, uh, how are you feeling, mate? I'm good. I'm a, having a couple of brews. He's got a cold one in my hand right now, as we speak. Oh, yeah, well, we're, yeah, right. What else has changed? Um, you having a good Nothing. time? Yeah, I am. Good. Just went down to the beach in the morning, got a refreshing arm, a couple of waves. You're a real water baby, aren't you? Uh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Excellent. Well, Lee, we've got you on quickly. We're just recapping odds and ends here, and we just wanted to... Um... Have you just started the podcast? It's no, no, 12. no, mate, no. We've, we've, we did our interview yeah. first. We've got the important stuff. Yeah, we're backtracked here, so we're going to okay. uh, piece it all together. Don't you worry, you're on holiday. You just chill out for a okay. bit. Um, now let me, what hot takes did you have? Any good ones? Yeah, we had some good ones. You'll just have to tune into the episode. Okay. okay. But uh, what we wanted to get you on for was the uh, the Wizards-Rockets trade. So we had the yes. Wizards Wizards receiving Russell Westbrook and the Rockets yep. received John Wall and a first-round pick. What, yep. as, a, as our resident Wizards fan, yep. how do you feel about that? I'm going to split this into two ways. From my heart, I feel sad because John Wall was my boy. I love John Wall. He's one of my favourite players. And I dare say um, you were his boy. I was his boy, correct. Um, in saying that, I do love Russ too, so I'm not complaining at all about getting Russ. From a logical standpoint, I think we won the trade just because John Wall has been out of the game for two years, yep. two years since 2018 December. Um, Russ is obviously on the decline. He's still a superstar, I'd say. Um, but you need to ask yourself what player has been out for two years and come back not only better but just himself. Um, so I think it was a bit risky from the Rockets. Um, and also in saying that, though, um, Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook are both very offensive threats. So I don't know how that's going to play out, but we'll have to wait and see. Do you worry... The only, you know, John Wall's not known as an absolute sniper by any means, but um, he, across his career average, he's got a, I think, a couple of percent better uh, rate from the three-point line as opposed to Westbrook. Do you think now Russ is going to clog things up a little bit too much, or...? Oh, that's one of my worries, yeah. He's, he's obviously going to be um, driving to the lane, but I'm sure um, we'll be able to work something out over there, hopefully. I think re-signing Bertans was a huge piece. Yeah. That you've actually got even, that sniper. Even Danny is, can knock it down for three. So. I, well, I guess my question to you, who's, who's your new boy in Washington? Is it Bill or is it Westbrook? Or is um, it a beach? It's, it's Bill. Yeah, right Bill, he's jump ship. Well, yeah, no, you can't argue with that, man. Um, and they finished ninth at the ninth seed, and that was only with um, Beal. So if, if Westbrook doesn't clog things up and they can improve with him, then how are they not going to be in the eight? That's my question. I think the Wizards can definitely make the eight. My question is, can Russell Westbrook change his game to be more of a um, conscientious pass-first type player as opposed to the type of player who has tunnel vision and goes straight to the rim and jacks up shots, which he's certainly not entitled to jack up because I think I think the Wizards have got a quite a quality squad, particularly in the East. 
Um, whereas I think if Russell Westbrook continues to be the same type of player that he was in Houston, it's not going to work with two no. offensive um, juggernauts such as him and um, Brad Beal. On the Houston side of things, though, I think that if John Wall can you know, regain some sort of um, quality and some sort of playing style that he had before his injury, um, he and James Harden could be a, quite a dangerous duo. James Harden needs a pass-first type player to play with. Unfortunately, Russell wasn't that type of player. Um, and then in addition, they've got Boogie Cousins there as that third piece. Who, again, we need to see if he's going to regain that form that he had before he was injured. A lot of injury concerns with that team, isn't there? there? Is. A lot has to go right, but... Um, yeah, it's um, it's an interesting trade. Uh, to be honest, I'm not sure if it makes a heap of sense for the Wizards to recruit Russell Westbrook, but I, I'm happy to be wrong. Um, I just want to see what type of Re- Russell Westbrook comes out to play. So I guess, Lee, we've got a uh, jam-packed episode, man, so we're going to uh, wrap up odds and ends and let you go in a second. Do you, uh, Before we get into our hot takes, do you have any hot takes just for life, ball, anything? Probably my only hot take is that Jokic is one ugly dog. Oh, okay. come on. That's uncalled for. My goodness, that's uh, that's probably your cue. He's lost um, so much weight. Wait, don't do Entertainment Weekly this week because we're not, mate. Things up. Yep, okay, no, that's like, we've got things under control. You just okay, okay. you have a good time, enjoy your beverages, oh, have a oh, nice swim, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. All right, I'll be back next week, uh, listeners. Yep. I'm sure they can't wait to get with back. eager anticipation. I bet they are. All right, you look after yourself, pal. Right. Thanks for jumping on. No worries. See you, buddy. Bye. And there he is, alive and in living colour. He um, sounded in better condition than I thought he would. Really? Oh, have have oh. you seen Lee at his worst, at his flattest? Yeah. Not a heap's coming out of him, but he gave us a bit there, yeah, so true. I'm happy with that. Yeah, good, good. Excellent. Well, that um, that wraps up odds and ends, guys. So what we're going to do, we, we put out the feelers during the week. We wanted a couple of our listeners to send in their hottest takes for the upcoming season. Um, so what we're going to do, we're going to, well, we've actually already recorded them, but we've mm. we've recorded a couple of Zoom calls with them each, um, having a bit of a chat. Absolutely loved, you know, kind of engaging with some you sure. know, different people. So yeah. a big thank you for everyone who jumped on. Uh, what we're going to do, uh, the podcast will go up, you know, once we've uploaded it, um, which will be today. But then we'll put the YouTube videos for each each yep. interview up during the week. Um, so be sure to check them out, guys. I'll tie it in. Make sure to stay up to date with all of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok, as well as continuing to drop the five-star rate and reviews on Apple Podcasts. Um, again, a big thank you for all of you guys who jumped on. And what do you reckon? We get into the hot takes, right? Let's get into it. Let's do it. Okay, guys. A big, big, big welcome to Andrew from New Age Sports Insights. Um, he's here delivering, I guess, the first of our hottest takes today. So mm. a big thank you for joining us, Andrew. We are, you know, certainly lucky to have you on today. Yeah, thanks, guys. Excited to join you. I know we're uh, kind of time traveling here. I'm in LA and I'm still <laughs> on Friday and you guys are on Saturday. So this is cool. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. No, well, we're, we've certainly been looking forward to this and we've wanted to do a segment where we kind of get some of our viewers, you know, hottest takes and... Uh, you're the man in the hot seat first up, Andrew. So for the upcoming season, what is your hot take? All right. So when this, I saw you guys posting about this, the first thing that came to my mind was, you know, I've been doing my research a little bit, trying to prep for an article I'm going to put up about the offseason moves. And, you know, I see a lot of love for the Blazers offseason. You know, people are excited about some of the moves they made. And I love Portland. I love 
love Dame. I want to see them succeed just because I'm selfishly wanting to watch Dame more in the playoffs. But um, <laughs> I honestly, honestly, I mean, their their moves are fine, but I don't see them as like this amazing offseason that's going to take them to the next level. Um, they traded for Robert Covington, who I like, but every time he moves, I mean, we talk about him like he's going to make this big difference. And I mean, yeah, he's a three and D guy. He's he's a mid thirties three point shooter who's fine. Um, yeah. He's a good team defender, not amazing one on one. Yeah. Um, so I mean, he, he's going to be a solid, reliable player for them. But um, I feel like most of their success is once again going to depend on Dame, CJ, you know, Absolutely. Nurkic being healthy. And so while I hope they do great this year, I don't think that you know Robert Cummings is going to make the difference. And uh, other than that, they picked up some fun names. I mean, Ennis Cantor. Yeah, uh, real good know. story having him back. Right. Yeah, yeah, and same with Mello. I mean, we're happy to see Mello keep going, and um, you know, other than that, Harry Giles, uh, yep. Harry Jones Jr. These are guys that you know you like the names, and you, you've seen them have good little moments. But those three last guys, those weren't even starters last year for their teams. Not, um, not at all. And and Derek Jones Jr. He was in the playoffs with the Heat. He didn't even sniff the floor really. I don't even know if he played in the finals. I can't um, <laughs> I don't think he got a minute, and so. You know, while those guys are fine, um, I don't think Portland made this amazing leap. I you know I think they made fine moves. Um, I hope they succeed this season, but if they do again, it'll be because Dame, CJ, Nurkic can hopefully stay healthy, yep. um, and and that'll be why they're successful if they are. Yeah, I I agree. Like yeah. personally, it's it's funny to think this team was Western Conference Finals only you know not not too long ago. Yet I, I agree the moves they made don't really you know, tilt the scales that much. It is going to come from that kind of Dame being almost an MVP level player again. And I guess, you know, Mello, Mello being Mello doing what he did last season, you know, that was probably the feel-good story of the year. Um, In terms of, and I think a big part of it, as you touched on, is ensuring that those players like Collins and Nurkic do remain healthy. Um, I think, you know, probably the biggest signing of the off-season, it isn't, you know, something that jumps off at the page at you, but I think he will be a nice complimentary player. Um, but as you said, those moves, Giles, Derek Jones Jr., they don't really, you know, they're, they're not going to impact you in the back half of the season when it becomes time to win in a, a seven-game series. So, yeah, I don't know. How do you feel about it, bro? I, I think he's on the money. I think he's on the money as well. And I really liked when you mentioned about, you know, the Blazers having to rely on Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum and Nurkic to actually, you know, have any form of success. The players that they did recruit... You know, Covington's a good role player. As you said, he's a 3 and D type player, but he's not the type of player who's going to elevate you to championship, um, you know, calibre. Um, so I think that, yeah, as, as long as Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum and Nurkic are all performing at their best, they, they will, I, I'm expecting them to make the playoffs this year in saying that if one of those guys goes down, they're in all sorts of trouble. Um, and we've seen that, when even Nurkic, when Nurkic went down yeah. there for a long time throughout the season, they were sitting bottom, I think it was bottom four in the West. Um, and yeah, they barely stuck into the playoffs. Incredible that they did, really. Yeah, until those blokes came back and they just, just sneaked in. But I think you pretty much nailed it on, on the head. Um, they haven't made, you know, miraculous moves over the off season. And I think they needed to recruit these types of players who can step up when, you know, Nurkic, Lillard, McCullum go down with injury or aren't performing at their best. Um, but instead, they've sort of recruited these mediocre players. You are mentioning Derek Jones Jr. before. I think the last time he's done anything notable was the dunk contest a few years back. And that's yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. And I mean, 
he's fun. I mean, I love watching yeah. him, but you know, he's not going to make him to the next level. And so, uh, you know, they're, they're good. And I think in fairness to them too, Portland's kind of limited because it's not a big destination for players, That's it. Um, you know, and, and they're also a little bit cap tied with Dame and CJ. So um, in fairness to them, I don't know how much more they could have done and fairness to them. They, they went out and did something to try and show Dame that they care and they want to compete. So um, I don't fault them, but I, I guess my take is more about the analysts kind of going, oh, my gosh, you know, getting, yeah, getting kind of lost in the weeds with the moves, you know. Do you, well, do, do you think if if the Blazers didn't make these moves um, to try and assist Dame and, I guess, CJ and Nurkic, do you reckon Dame's the type of player who might consider taking off in the next few years, or do you think loyalty sort of just runs through his veins and he's likely to be like a one-franchise type player? Yeah, I mean, I who knows? In today's NBA, who knows? You know, I, I think Dame has said all the right things about being a super loyal guy, and he yeah. does seem to be that. You know, he could have bolted; he's had opportunities, but um, you know, he's he's a lot probably like Giannis in my mind, where I think he'd yeah. like to be able to win and stay. Um, but you know, if if he's not able to do both, I, I wouldn't fault him for choosing to, to leave and win. So, yeah. um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised either way. I guess is the answer. I think that yeah. he would prefer to stay, but you know, if his hands forced and they're nothing but the same for the next couple of years and he's losing his prime i wouldn't be surprised if he left well i've got a couple of quick questions for you andrew the first one being do you think that this cj dame partnership has run its course do you think they need to cj's the name that would be you know kind of on the chopping block but do you think it's kind of grown a little bit stale now or do you th- think they've still got the potential to reach now a finals no, I actually think that they're still a great pairing. I mean, they give defenses lots of trouble. They score tons of points. Um, you know, I think Dame's, you know, a really good defender, actually. But uh, there's, you know, I think there's still plenty of things that they do that give people problems. So I wouldn't say that, oh, it's just that they need to swap CJ for someone. I think, you know, if they can get more from the Nurkic or from even someone fourth, you know, if Robert Covington comes out and blows our minds and he's someone that he hasn't been the last couple of years, you know, that that's what really is going to put him over the top as well as their health. But um, no, I think he, he and CJ can still give people big problems. Okay. And in that case, if it all remains as is this year, what do you think they're not their ceiling, but where do you expect them to finish in the uh, conference standings? What do you see their future being? You know, if I had to, you know, wave my magic wand and say what it was going to be, I guess mid, mid probably five six range yep, um yep. the reason i say that is they've had injury issues the last couple of years i wouldn't be surprised if one of them misses a little bit of time yeah um, i have no idea what to expect with the COVID regulations this year whether that's, that's right. going to shake things aspect. up a little bit yeah yeah yep. so um that there's a lot of things that could complicate things but dame is so good he's a guaranteed playoff berth even in a year last year where they had <laughs> terrible injury luck they still made it and they you know, they, they didn't compete with the Lakers, but that wasn't really a fair matchup to begin with. No. So, um, you know, I think that there are a couple of teams in the West that are going to drop off a little bit this year. You know, the yeah. Mavs look yeah. good and they've got Luka, but, you know, Kristaps is hurt. Um, exactly. There's a couple other teams out West that are going to drop off a little bit. The Golden State Warriors lost Clay. you know. Yeah. So yeah. I think there's plenty of room for them to jump up there and get in the, the middle of the playoff race out West. It's really going to be fascinating this year, the West, with – you know, teams like that that you've said who can drop off, but you've also got the uh, the Suns rising, um, a full season yeah. under the Pelicans. It's really, you know, bar, well, I don't know. There's pretty much every team in the West is, you know, in with a sniff of the eight, yeah. bar probably OKC and the Spurs. So, yeah, I, I can't wait to see that battle, that's for sure. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm going to throw the Sacramento Kings out too. I'm not going to give them any love. I think I think yeah. they're down in the bottom dwellers. But yeah, all right. yeah I totally, <laughs> I totally one, agree, but... though. Otherwise, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, excellent. I, I love that. Okay. Yeah. That's I, a, when I saw it come through, I was like, I can't wait to discuss this one because I 100% agree with what you've said, Andrew. Like the these off-season move, moves for the um, Portland Trail Blazers, they're not going to elevate them to any to any higher standards um and i kind of wish they made some you know some more yeah, um, yeah. you know inspired moves. inspired moves that's the word i'm looking for but unfortunately not but yeah i love the hot take we'll ride the coattails of dame all the way i reckon yeah hopefully man hopefully i, I wish them the best and uh it's been fun gentlemen it's going to be crazy out west the east is wild this year too super unpredictable so i think yeah. we've had a fun off season we've got a good season coming up it's going to be wild super unpredictable yeah. Incredible that it's only a couple of weeks away. Yeah, coming up super fast, but we're kind of spoiled, right? As basketball fans, it's great because we barely even had to take a break, right? (laughs) Christmas comes early, a few days anyway. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, huh? Well, excellent. Thank you so much for joining us today, Andrew. Um, You know, we've absolutely loved it. And, you know, being first cap off the rank is, uh, you know, you've set the bar pretty high. So... For all of our listeners, there, guys, you can find Andrew at New Age Sports Insights on Instagram. Guys, honestly, must check out bringing the hottest in analytics and news. So, good content. You no, know, be sure to go go check it out. Thanks, gentlemen. I really appreciate it. Love the pod. Nothing but love. Good luck to you. We'll talk to you soon, mate. You take care. Thanks, mate. Likewise, you guys. See ya. Cheers, see you, brother. Okay, and we're joined for our second hot take of the episode by Mr. Harry Daniels. Harry, thank you for joining us on. The thank you, podcast, mate. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. We've been looking forward to doing this with our listeners. So uh, we're stoked that you are, you know, you got in touch and got involved. So without further Thank you very much. I appreciate reaching out. No, absolutely. Hit us up with your hot take for the season, my man. Uh, so my first take was I don't believe any of the LA teams will make it out of the West. I know right now it seems really unproblematic, but I feel similar to the 18-19 Celtics. The Lakers will just implode. I feel they just have too many, like, hands to feed at this point. And with LeBron and AD, they've got good chemistry right now, but if they bring in Schroeder, that may knock off something. And with Denver and the Rockets looking stronger than ever, it's full possibility that they make it out of the West. Like, I feel the West is still definitely a battleground this season, contrary to what many believe with the Lakers. And likewise, you agree the Clippers are no chance either? Uh, I think the Clippers have a chance, but I feel the Rockets have a better chance than the Clippers. I give Clippers, like, third place in the West. Yep. yep. Uh, I feel, uh, like, Boogie and Wall, since they've got some really good chemistry together, they'll just hand it off and we'll go from there. Yeah, right. This one, um, when we saw this, this was probably our most, uh, to Row and I, when we looked at the hot takes we got, this was probably the one that raised our eyebrows the most. But... I mean, there's there's no bite, I swear, I swear. Maybe a slight bias coming from a Boston fan, but, you know, you never know. <laughs> no, no, no. no that's Maybe a bias. No, no, 100%. We're, we're all entitled to our, to our opinions. But I was thinking, Nick, since you're Definitely. the Lakers fan over here, I might start you off and see what you have to say about it. Yeah. So I, when, just before you started, you know, your kind of, I guess, your pitch, I was like, oh, okay, this is, um, you know, for all money, all the bookies and ourselves and many pundits mm-hmm. and Lakers are certainly well and truly, sh- um, you know, favourites to go back to back. They definitely are the favourites. I won't deny that. 
Yeah. But the, the point you just made about having too many mouths to feed now, I think it's a really good one because, you know, we had last year a lot of players, Rondo, um, all the other names we had, the endless list, they kind of just were able to fit into their roles really well. And yeah, definitely. expressed his desire not to come off the bench. So, you know, already there's not disharmony, but there's a little bit of friction within the, uh, within the team, if you could say. Um, yeah, we could see that happening. And like, as you said, now we've got Wes Matthews. We've got, like, the, the signings we've made, the squad is just almost too good that you can't, mm-hmm. you know, LeBron and AD are certainly going to be the focuses, but you also need to, you know, incorporate all these other, you know, top-tier players. Um, Definitely. So I, I, I still think, like, if I was a betting man and, you know, as a Lakers fan, I still think they're uh, going to make the finals and win it. But I certainly like that you've, you've thrown a curveball in, Harry. I think it's... Uh, I, I still feel the Lakers will probably make it out the, out of the West. But I reckon other teams still have a chance. Like, a lot of people will still view it as this one-sided thing where the Lakers will definitely make it out. But I believe yeah. many others, including myself, just believe that the Lakers aren't guaranteed to make it out there. Like, if I was a bookie, I'd still put my money on the Lakers, but definitely they've, there is some kind of possible implosion that could happen in the, yeah, the chemistry yes. there. I guess what you're saying is that it's not a foregone conclusion that the Lakers are going to make it to the finals and win the championship. Like many people Definitely. have already said at the moment, a lot, of, a lot of bookies and a lot of NBA experts have said that, you know, the Lakers, uh, if they don't win it this year, then, you know, Something's something's very wrong. <laughs> Something could happen, yeah. Yeah. But, oh, uh, yeah, because we... Sorry. Oh, well, go ahead then. Uh, earlier, you know, in the uh, second round, yeah, second... No, it's conference finals. The Nuggets were 180 shot away from being up 2-1 in that series. That's well, that, the yeah. one thing to remember there. Good point. And even though the Lakers went on to win those next couple games, it still would have definitely set the tone for the Nuggets just going forward. Because I feel they're one of the teams to watch this year. Isn't it funny how one shot, one moment, a couple of seconds here and there can change a series uh, so drastically? Because you're absolutely right. Def- what would have happened had the Lakers have found themselves 2-1 down? The Nuggets high on... Yeah, I feel they still would have won that series most likely, but definitely the tone would have been a lot different. And I feel it could have gone to six or seven. I, I believe it did go to six, though. Just changing tunes a little bit. Um, the other point you yeah. have, do you believe... and that the Celtics will uh, will be the Western. Uh, we'll make the East. Yeah, I feel since Boston. Well, no bias. <laughs> I'm swearing. Uh, you know, Boston have, made the Eastern have Conference. Hey, hey, we rate it. We rate those. Uh, won't fit the headphones, but we'll take those. <laughs> uh, with, you know, Boston have made the Eastern in conference finals and lost three out of the last four years and just gradually looking over some of the players and how they're going we're probably going to expect like Jalen Brown to take a big step yeah. along with Marcus Smart and you could possibly get Grant Williams in the starting lineup there if yeah. they maybe start Thompson and bench Tice yeah but the Nets the Nets are a big if this season because it all depends on how Kevin Durant comes back yeah yeah because we we haven't seen him play at all since he come back we have frankly no clue what he's going to look like. I mean, he did uh, do his injury on his non-dominant foot, which was an interesting case because most are on the dominant foot. And I believe Dominique Wilkins came back pretty dominant when he did Achilles on his non-dominant foot. Yeah. But it's just, you know, the two are both known, well, Kyrie specifically, known to have some kind of chemistry issues. I feel the two will work well together. 
Yeah, but it just all depends on how the two blend together. And, and they've got such a talented roster. We saw with the coaching unit, like I feel. Yeah. It's such a talented roster, yeah. But there's just so many big ifs this season. There Absolutely. Is, there is. And I think from a because I'm a Celtics fan, obviously, as well. And I <laughs> personally that um, in comparison to this this past season, the better position. Um, particularly the in terms of depth. Um, obviously, Luke mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward, who only only played a few games anyway. So, from my perspective, it, it was the fourth option anyway. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And the fact of the matter is, we've now got that legit backup centre. I don't. I'm personally at the moment not sure if Tice will start or if he'll come off the bench. I could. Even... I don't think really anyone is, to be fair. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. Um, it's, I'm, I'm guessing it's pr- probably going to be split minutes between those two. But also having like an established player like Jeff T coming off in that point guard. Um, position. I, I think this season with Kemba Walker um, out for the first few weeks, at the least, I think at the moment, um, Jeff Teague's probably gonna gonna get a lot more minutes. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, we made it to the Eastern Conference Finals this year, and we've made these moves to improve it, the depth of our roster. I wouldn't be surprised if we, you know, got over that hump and made it to the finals. But obviously, there's a fair bit of bias talking at the moment but it's really just a competition to see who gets wrecked by the west but (laughs) but i mean the bring the uh drafting of aaron neesmith hits me a bit interestingly because like we kind of needed three-point shooting and this guy shot incredibly at vanderbilt i'm pronouncing that correctly and uh just like looking at that drill i think 92 out of 100 he made on this one three-point drill which is insane yeah so it'll be interesting just to see how it's definitely still a battleground this year. Because I feel good six, seven teams could win the finals this year. A lot yeah. of sleepers in there. The Bucks would be also an interesting case, but we'll have to see how that goes. Because still a die for Giannis right now. Absolutely, absolutely. You're on the money. Oh, Harry, we're uh, we're ripping through the hot takes, so we really appreciate you coming on. And you know, as we said, this was certainly thanks, guys. Um. You know, I'm looking forward to, you know, our listeners hearing this and you know, seeing seeing how they take. But, you know, we, we certainly appreciate you coming on. It'll be interesting. Bringing the heat today. I appreciate you for guys having me. No, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, we'll let you go there. And thank, you. thank you very much. We'll talk to you soon, brother. All right. All right see you guys. Have a good one. Have a good one. Okay. And we are back with our third hottest take. Um, now, this one you could say is a guest appearance from none other than Caleb. Caleb Fraser, also known as Apex Fraser, who was, for many of our listeners last week, you would have heard Mr. Entertainment Weekly, you could say. Oh. So, you know, we're, we're you know stoked to have you on board, my man, and you know, we're loving what you're doing at the minute. Um, for anyone who hasn't heard Caleb's track, Wolves, it's an absolutely must-listen-to track, and I know we've had it on the repeat of the car. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, we're stoked to have you with us today, Caleb. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm very excited to be here with you guys. Love the podcast. Um, thank you so much for all the support with Wolves and all the music recently. It means a ton. I'm super excited to talk basketball. Absolutely. Well, let it rip, man. The floor is yours. Your hottest take was one that we uh, it certainly you know piqued our interest. So sure. let, let's have it. Right. Yeah, so I I was just thinking about the biggest storylines in the NBA last year, heading into this year, there's one name that you can't avoid, and that's Giannis. He's yep. everywhere. Is he going to stay in Milwaukee? What's going to happen? Is he going to sign his extension? 
And to me, that comes down to how well will the Bucks start off the season? I think if there's anything short of greatness, you have to expect Coach Bud to be fired yeah. out of the gate. Look at what Milwaukee did this offseason. They tried to make a big move. They got Drew Holiday, traded away basically their entire future for him. If they get off to any worse of a start than last year, it's not going to go well for them. And I think Bud has to be the odd man out, out of the gate because you're not going to find a good suitor for Chris Middleton with his contract. And you certainly won't get equal value back. I think Coach Bud is the clear choice for Milwaukee if they want to make an upgrade. What will they get for him? I don't know. That's not my job. But <laughs> they need something, you know, they need something um, to take them to that next level. And I just don't think Coach Bud, especially in the playoffs, his rotations, is um, going to be that guy for them. I couldn't agree more. And I know this is one that, you know, I wanted to tear my hair out the way he actually coached this squad. Yeah. Um, I'm not surprised he, didn't, he hasn't already got the chop. Um, you know, playing with your star players, you know, high 20s, low 30s in the playoff series, um, you know, it's, it's not the time to be doing it. You can't be running a 10-man rotation at this point. And, you know, I'm surprised Giannis, you know, he must have a pretty strong relationship with Bud because if I was a star player, I would have, I would have voiced my opinions and had him on the way out already. Um, and the, right. with the whole Bogdanovich side of things was, you know, they've got their face now. And as you said, you know, they're not going to get equal return with Middleton. Um, so, you know, I think, as you said, Bud is the kind of you know, top of the uh, chopping block. You agree, Rod? Like I Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So from my perspective, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I think what we call this after the um, Dwayne Casey yeah. um, firing a few years back when he won the East and he won coach the year and still got fired. So Dwayne Casey treatment. So I think I think you you're on the money. I think he's I think he if the Bucks don't get off to a good start, they're just gonna have to cut their losses and cut him off as well. Um, and we saw what happened with Toronto after that. And I'm not saying it's due to the fact that they got rid of Dwayne Casey, that they won the championship right. necessarily, but he did, did, did really good things. Yeah. Um, yes. We've, we've seen that you can, you can, you know, cut ties with a phenomenal coach like that, even though he, you know, he plays his players on strange minutes, particularly star players like Jan, like once in a lifetime. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. But I can certainly see that happening. They're gonna, the Bucks are just going to have to get off to a ripping start, or else he's his seat is getting very hot, and I think um, he could be could be on the way. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, sorry, no, yeah. sorry, I, no, sorry, no, no, sorry, no, sorry. I was, okay. was going to say, I guess, um, Caleb. The question I have is, you know, if you've spoken about them starting well, how do you think they're going to finish? Like what, mm-hmm. the acquisition of Drew Holiday, where do you see them ending up this season? But that's a hard question. Yeah. Isn't it? Because last year's right. So it, it's hard to say what kind of start they need to get, get off of and uh, how are they going to sustain. They have to finish with the court advantage, which should be fairly easy with the roster they have if they want to yeah. make any sort of noise in the playoffs. But last year, second round, Miami took them out in five games. Yeah. Easy. So I, I don't know. I think that they have to make uh, the finals if they want to keep Giannis. Absolutely. But Coach Bud needs to get off to, I would say, at least 
20 and four, something like that to start yeah. off with. They want to yep. keep by. Now that's interesting that you said Giannis must have a good relationship with him. Cause remember he didn't want Jason Kidd gone. No, that's but right. that ended up working out fairly well for, for coach Bud and for these bucks that we have now, yeah. um, Drew Holiday, He's a great player. I, he's better than Eric Bledsoe. I don't think anyone in media or in the league would disagree with that. Uh, I like Bledsoe, but we saw that he couldn't make a shot in the bubble or in the playoffs, and that's yeah. a reoccurring thing for him, unfortunately. Drew Holiday is not a great outside shooter, but he can knock him down when he needs to, and he's a yeah. lot-down defender. I think he would definitely help them, maybe add a few wins to the regular season. But where he's going to come in handy is the playoffs. We saw what he did with Willard, what, two years ago? Um, and he locked him down. Yeah. Yeah. And he looked he looked like the MVP of the league for that series. He was amazing. And I think Giannis and AD have a lot of similar attributes to their game. I think yeah. Drew Holiday will, will mesh really well with Giannis. So I'm really excited to see how that works for him. But. I don't think it's going to work out well for Coach Bud regardless. Here's a question for you, and that's in relation to Giannis. If the Bucks do, I guess, mm-hmm. fall again this season, so I guess falling short from their perspective, I'm not sure about you two, but I guess from my perspective, I think falling short would be not making it to at least the Eastern Conference Finals. If they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, it's sort of a par, par finish for them. But my question to you, mate, is that <laughs> if they didn't make it there, what happens with Giannis next season? What are, what are you predicting might happen with Giannis if they fall short yet again? Mm-hmm. Well, did you see the quote that he just put out? Was it last night or today? Uh, where he was asked about teammates to some extent. And he said, you know, if I was to have AD or LeBron come to Milwaukee, yeah. I don't mind being the second. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that's a, a pretty clear indication that he's saying, get someone better than who I have on this team or I'm gone. So, I I mean, to answer your question, if they don't make it to the conference finals, I'd say they probably need to make it to the finals for Giannis to to really think that he could win there. If they don't do that, then I'd say he's out of Milwaukee. Yeah, definitely given how the last couple of seasons have gone, I think that has got to be the benchmark, the finals. Um, It's funny to think, though, that a back-to-back MVP winner is, you know, happy to take a back seat almost as a number two. It's, uh, right. yeah, not many players in history, I don't think, have been at his calibre and have, have said that. So no. it'll be certainly interesting to see how that all plays out. Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy because he's one of the greatest players over the last few years for sure. Like you said, back-to-back MVP. He, he pretty much ran away with it this past year. But he he does have a shortcoming, such as his jump shot. So yeah. there's there's a little bit of blame to put on him, not as much as I think the media throws on him. I think yeah. he's a, a big reason why Milwaukee even did as well as they did in the bubble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's definitely got some responsibilities that he needs to take care of if he wants to win this year. Absolutely, absolutely. That's kind of the burden that becomes like comes with being the MVP, doesn't it? You have to take ownership right. and uh, the reason like that your team has success or shortcomings. So yeah, a lot, the weight of the world on his shoulders this year. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. And um, as far as the rest of the roster goes, I think Middleton will have to step up. 
he got a lot of attention after Giannis went down. Um, yeah. But what we didn't talk about was his efficiency. He was shooting around 40% from the field. Uh, and those and those last three games, I think, against Miami, Butler, of course, had a lot to do with that, shutting them down. But this year, they need to come out. Middleton, Giannis, and Coach Bud need to come out and be the stars, right? That yeah, Coach yeah. needs to play them. Giannis and Middleton need to take leadership and ownership of what happens with the team. You don't have a scapegoat and Bledsoe anymore. Drew yeah, Holiday yeah, is just exactly. not going to be that. He's going to be reliable. Yeah. So I think that it'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm very excited for this season to start. That makes, well, I'm going to say two, three of us. Three of us, three of us. for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah, as I was just saying to Roe, before we came on air, this was one not only to speak to you and actually get to meet you properly, Caleb, but this was uh, one of the hottest takes that we had sent in and that we were probably one of the ones we were most looking to doing. So, again, we really appreciate you coming on today and sending that one in to us. You know, taking time out of your oh, yeah. schedule. Oh, absolutely. It, it was something that I definitely wanted to do. I was going to make happen no matter what. I have a, a little bonus hot take, if you don't mind me sharing. Yeah, go for please, it. please. Okay, this one I really hope doesn't come true, just as a selfish <laughs> fan. But I could see um, Tyler Hero not taking that step forward that a lot of people oh. project them to. Yeah. No, yep. I, I love Hero. I was listening to um, JJ Reddick's podcast last night, I think, and he was the guest on it. Great guy and yep. has loads of confidence. Amazing game. But I could, I could see him maybe not living up to what everyone expects him to be this year. I really hope he does. I think he could either be a star in this league or a bench player. I don't yeah. see him being in between that. But I, I hope for my sake and for basketball fans' sake that he does take that leap. I just figured, since I'm on here, why not go the extra mile? Oh, mate, mate, for sure. And do you know what? I can I could see that happening as well. The problem with Tyler Hero is that, you know, I guess it's a problem and a blessing at the same time, is the fact that he set the bar so high yeah. so early on. Yeah. So, yeah, he did. So if he if he doesn't improve, then people are going to start asking questions and say, well, this bloke hasn't actually improved since he first came into the league, which we're, we're sort of we're all expecting him to progress in an upwards direction. But in saying mm-hmm. the fact that he's you know started his career so prominently, it's just one of those things that if he you can sort of see him plateauing, like yeah. um, you can sort of see him. Right. Uh, same level for the for the next few years. Let's hope it doesn't happen. Let's hope he turns into one of the yeah. premier players in the league. But I I I can sort of see that happen. I like it. That is a hot one. It is. I'm glad you got that one out, Caleb. That's um, <laughs> you know I I agree. I think as I just said that we're pedestal. We've all we all look at him so highly and regard him so highly now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know diamonds are made under pressure, but you know he's going to have a lot of expectation now and. Uh, yeah, for Miami's sake and for his sake, I hope it works out, but it's certainly one that could go either way. Absolutely. And, you know, to tie it into Giannis a little bit, there's few reports Giannis to Miami. Now people are saying they can't do that because of the BAM extension. Yeah. I haven't really looked at the, the money for next year with that. So I've seen a lot of trades around Tyler Hero for Giannis. Yeah. If I'm Miami, I've do everything I can to keep him, but I understand 
I think that if he stays with Jimmy Butler, we will get all-star Tyler Hero because yeah. I think Jimmy was a perfect bet for him. Yeah. He is a, a huge reason why Tyler Hero was able to go out there and drop, what, 37 in the playoffs, was it? Uh, Something crazy like that. As a 20-year-old. Yeah. Crazy. And without him, I can see Hero taking a step back. But if he stays in Miami, then let's all hope that he becomes an all-star. Yeah, 100% agree, 100% agree. Wow, some really hot takes. My goodness, I need a cold shower to cool off. Big thank you for joining us, Caleb. We really appreciate it, man. And, you know, again, we thank you for all of your support. And likewise, we're loving what you're doing at the minute. So just quickly before we go, guys, um, if you haven't already, make sure to check out Caleb um, on the Apex Fraser Instagram and check out Wolves. It is an absolute banger, doing great things. And, uh, again, a big thank you for joining us, my man. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, love the show. Uh, continue to support as long as you continue to pump out the podcast. Oh, thanks, mate. No, we will, brother. Absolutely. That's massively appreciated. Excellent. Well, we'll let you go there. And again, a big thank you. For sure, for sure. Oh, anytime, fellas. Okay, and we are back with our fourth and final, um, I guess, interview for our hot take segment. We are joined by Craig. A big welcome, Craig. Thank you for joining us, man. Hey, Nick uh, Rose, thanks for having me, guys. Awesome pleasure to be here. Uh, looking forward to uh, seeing how the uh, how your podcast goes. Thanks, You're up in Brisbane, is that right, Craig? Enjoying a bit of sun up there? Yeah, I'm, mate, it is sticking hot today. <laughs> it is, they reckon, 34 degrees today. So, um, yeah, Goodness. I'm going to be hitting the local pool later this afternoon. Um, well, yeah, I'm on the north side of Brisbane. Um, yeah, we, so it's a bit cooler down there. Last time we had a 34-degree day. Oh, Mate, I can't uh, even recall. Not for a long time. So a pool's probably a beer and yeah. a pool's probably the way to go. Mate, I've got the weekend off. So uh, my uh, under-11 uh, Panthers team, shout-out to the Brackenridge Panthers. My Absolutely. boys, got, uh, we got uh, knocked, knocked out of the semis last week. So oh, the grand finals are actually on today. So uh, we play out of the Northside Wizards uh, based in uh, Zulmia. Oh, so, um, yeah, shout-out to uh, Brackenridge Panthers for kind of forever. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Great that's stuff. What, that's why I'm repping a bit of black, bit of black Panther yeah, stuff yeah, at the back here for the boys. That. Yeah, I yeah, actually I said to my boys, if we made the grand final, that I was going to wear my black Panther mask and coach them the grand final game uh, in the mask. That would be so, incredible. Uh, next year, next year. Keep, I was about yeah. to say, keep that in the back pocket. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so uh, well, my hot take today is, um, I, I reckon. Uh, sorry, Nick, you go on. No, no, I was just going to say, man, the floor is yours. Where uh, this was one when you sent it through, we're really looking forward to discussing. So, and it probably needs a full episode's worth, but we'll try and. Oh, yeah. easy, yeah. <laughs> Look, my hot take is I did send you a message saying that I think that LeBron will um, uh, can win more championships than uh, MJ. Yep. And the way he's playing at the moment, thirty-six years old, uh, and yep. just signed with. Uh, re-signed again with the Lakers and, and AD re-signing as well. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, getting the likes of uh, Gasol joining the team and having the veteran leadership of uh, of Dudley and Markeith yeah. Morris coming back as well and, and getting the menace in as well. Dennis the Menace Schroeder. <laughs> like, uh, he's not, he's not uh, uh, you know, Rajal Rondo, but, uh, you know, he's got the potential to be, you know, yeah. uh, joining this team. And, you know, get. Uh, I think that uh, they're pretty... Pretty stacked, um, and you know the way the East is. I like I, I like Miami. Um, I like I really they were close, real close. Um, but uh, 
interesting to see, like, you know, the Bucks as well, what, you know, what they're going to do, whether Celtics are going to uh, uh, lift their game this season. You know, uh, the East is wide open. And if, um, if Harden gets trade, traded to the Nets, which is a big if, uh, I, I'm not a big fan of that trade. Uh, I just, you know, uh, it's just too many, too many ball. Too many like I looked at, yeah, yeah, it's almost like Russ and, 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 and Harden at the moment or was, uh, you know, last season, the Rockets. So. Yeah. But I I, um, I really, I'm not a huge LeBron fan. Uh, I'm an old school, so I grew up in the 90s and, and followed MJ's Bulls teams and uh, yeah. watched them sort of get through there. Um, and I, I respect LeBron's game. It's amazing. Like, his, uh, his talent's unquestionable. I mean... In, you know, not you know what I'm saying. He's yeah, um, yeah, he's he'll go down you know top two greatest ever. Uh, I, I love his skill set and just the fact that he still brings it. Sort of you know a lot of people say he slackens off during the season. And I was actually watching a uh, thing last night on uh, YouTube that uh, Scotty Pippen was you know saying that uh, this season the championship didn't count because they weren't travelling as much and stuff like. that. Uh, you know there's always going to be asterisks. Uh, people are like. Yeah. I used to be one of those people who put asterisks against LeBron for you know moving to Miami or whatever, and you know joining forces with Bosch and, and Wade just to win a ring. But uh, I've got to give him props. The guy is he's a legend of the game, and even what he's done, not even like the, the stuff he does off the court, is even more um, oh, sort of incredible. commendable. Yeah. So, uh, but I, th- I think that I think they can. He can easily. What's he number four now? Yeah. The, yeah. I think next year they're going to go. They'll definitely go back to back. Um, they, they lost um, the two big men, Javale McGee and, and, and Dwight. You know the shot blocking of them and the athleticism. You know, uh, but uh, they've got Marcus Stoll. He's championship quality center. Probably not as quick or as yeah. Trez, uh, I'll be interested to see. He's got a he's going to have a real chip on his shoulder and prove to prove a point, especially with people questioning his defensive uh, capabilities in the in the playoffs last year. So uh, I, I reckon it's just the fact that you know he's he's in a new locker room now. Um, and he's going to have an actual stronger leadership voice there with LeBron and AD, which he lacked in uh, in, in the Clippers. Yep. Yeah. I 100% agree, Craig, and I think you know the team that won the titles last year has been elevated this season with the acquisitions that they've made. They are in great shape, and the fact that we've got AD re-signed now, LeBron's extended. Um, you know, number five this year looks, you know, you don't want to say carved in stone, but it looks in pretty good shape, and just yeah, doing you know he was runner up in MVP finals MVP. There's no signs of slowing down at the minute, which is incredible. Um, at his age, you know, at, at this rate, it looks like he could be playing at 45, 50, yet still at the top level. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, well, I'm still playing at 46 uh, on oh, Tuesday, well, Wednesday nights. Uh, yeah, yeah. For the shout out to the Hawks, uh, we're Div Two on a Wednesday night. There. Oh, no. We're actually we're actually going for back to back. Yeah. Oh. Oh, actually, no, we got back-to-back last season. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah so we're going three, for the three-peat. Yeah, we are, yeah. What's, uh, what's your I, game, Craig? Are you a bit of a uh, sharpshooter or do you...? No, mate, I would have to say uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a bench player. I'm, I'm, I'm a role player. I'm uh, short and sharp. I give them a quick three, four-minute burst off the off the, uh, off the the bench and then I tag one of my other 40-plus-year-old teammates uh, off and uh, <laughs> then I go straight for that ventilator. Uh, they're, they're, they're what makes teams. Oh, every team 
not every player is going to be a LeBron, so you need the role players. Absolutely, absolutely. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, look, um, I um, it's funny. Like I've uh, been coaching my son's team now since the second year. I've, I've coached him, and I'm loving coaching. And it's interesting to sort of like, sort of. I've never been a superstar player at all. You know, um, I'm at all. I've never sort of. I never played at high school. It's just sort of after school that my brother yeah. and I used to muck up and rock around them, and my mates as well. We're like, I think it was like 1920 when we first sort of joined a team. And uh, yeah. been sort of playing on and off ever since. Yeah, just loved it. You know, it just it was just a thing we used to do in the backyard or down the local school. Yeah. And uh, and now that my son's into it, um, like it's interesting, sort of having that perspective. Like I'm trying to teach the kids that, you know, like um, you know, not everyone's going to be the best player on the team, and uh, and it, and just teaching them and, and just getting those fundamentals down as well. Yeah. But uh, I'm not even, and I'll just like to give a little uh, just a caveat as well. Please. Yeah, I'm not a Lakers fan either. So uh, my son is. But I, I'm not, so, but you are, yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I respect all the Lakers teams. I enjoyed watching Shaq and Kobe as well. And I think, um, you know, with LeBron and AD, they could easily go down possibly even as a better a duo than Shaq and Kobe uh, when it's all said and done. Yeah, depending yeah. on how, ma- how many rings they win over the next few years, I can, I yeah. can easily see that happening as well. And it's when you think about it, it's like it's, it's a crazy thing to say because Kobe and Shaq are so long have been one of the ultimate one-two duos of all time. And we, we didn't really think there's many other players who would, you know, contend with that level of um, superstardom as, as those two. But, yeah, like, depending on how long, I guess it's dependent on how long LeBron continues to play at, at an elite level. And as you said before, Craig, it sort of seems like there's no slowing down for LeBron. It seems like he's, you know, he's 36 years of age and he's still playing at, at an elite level. Who knows when he's going to drop off? If he's playing at an elite level, and you know you've got AD and all these other role players, um, you know those those two could very well go down as on par or even overtake those two. Um, yeah. it's it's really incredible, and we're we're pretty lucky to um see them in in their prime, I guess. Even yeah. though LeBron LeBron's prime was a while ago, but who, he's like, still really, in his prime. He's still in his yeah. Prime. He's been there for a long while now, so it's um it's incredible. Yeah, agreed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, any Lakers fans out there that disagree, feel free to uh, you know add your comments below or wherever you have to do that. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely, but yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, yeah, and it just makes you wonder, you know, if Shaq and Kobe had sort of coincided, uh, like uh, you know, got along. Yeah, who knows, yeah. like what they could have, you know, seven, eight themselves. Yeah, or you know, in total. Certainly, yeah. certainly going to be yeah. exciting as a Lakers fan. The next couple of years, I'm, you know, now that we've got those two wrapped up, I am buzzing. Um, but before we yeah. go, I've got one more question for you. Yeah, it's far away, Nick. You've spoken about, uh, you know, um, yourself playing at the minute. Uh, the Daily Dribble here, we're looking at putting in a social team pretty soon, in, hopefully in the next couple of months now. I come from a, like I've played soccer for 17 years and that's kind of been my life. Um, so m- making the transition, well, this team we're going to put in into basketball, what's the biggest tip you could give a couple of blokes starting out? Mate, how old are you guys? Well, I'm 22 and I'm 26, so. Oh, yep. Oh, yep. So you got youth on your side, mate. Uh, now's the time, boys, when you're in your 20s, because once you get in your 30s, it's like, oh, yeah, you're still all right. Yeah. Once you get over 40, mate, you have this <laughs> Tough. the slightest injury. Mate, I, <laughs> I tweaked my back just putting my, my trousers on to get to work the other day. And uh, I had like this half of this week off. But, um, Mate, just get like just keep shooting, keep practicing. Yep. You know, that's uh, 
Yeah. Like I think back now, like watching YouTube, like you see all these amazing guys like putting drills up and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Like I spent I spent hours watching YouTube like NBA sort of um, yeah. news and stuff like that. But I also yeah. looking for, like for uh, for my team for the players. Uh, I'm always looking for sort of like drills that they can follow as well, and just to get them better as well. Uh, but oh man, just to do it. I, yeah, yeah. I'll be honest with you. Nick, I was a soccer player as well. Uh, yeah, you know, I never played. Yeah, so um, and I just got. Uh, I was playing futsal, uh, and then I was. I just got uh, the the foot speed and skills of some of the players was just like. It was too much for me, so I ended up becoming a futsal goalkeeper just because it was easier. Yeah. Right, them running, sort of nutmegging me every all the time. So, <laughs> you know, I don't envy you. That's a daunting task, man. The goalie, I do not. Yeah. Envy you. Thankfully, my beer gut sort of blocked a lot of the. Uh, <laughs> you were yeah, of the goals, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, guys, just uh, as long as you're having fun, that's the main thing. Like you know, the, some of the guys I'm playing with now, I've played. You know, we've played for. I don't know how many years, but it's been yeah. quite a long time. You know, um, I sort of stopped for a little while um, and got back into it a couple of years ago yeah. um, with the boys. But you know, some of us have been playing together since we were like you know early twenties. So, you know, um, yeah, and I, I think the main thing is have fun. Like you know, our team's a social team, but uh, we've got a our captain. He's six foot ten. He's an Aussie oh. rules player. Yeah, it's the first time a lot of us have played with someone that tall, so it's been yeah. good uh, in that respect. Just, just uh, beat yeah, him. so just um, beat him. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the main thing is um, as long as you have fun and everyone knows you're rolling. Uh, you know, like when I was younger, I used to try and jack up all the shots and think I was, you know, <laughs> you know, I was Except a lo- local. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, the only curry I had, I had was bloody up whatever my mum was cooking. You know. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, as long as you're having fun, eh, that's the main thing. Uh, Brilliant, and, uh, you get those shots up. Yeah. Absolutely, um, that's that's inspiring. And also, oh, one other thing, I'll give you one last thing: is if you yeah. can learn to dri- dribble with. What, are you guys left-handed, right-handed? I'm left-handed, and I'm a righty. Yep. All right. So then the other thing is you got to practice dribbling with both hands. Yep. Uh, yeah. Because that's, that's one thing I, I I didn't do it. I'm now trying to teach my my my, my team that. And they're like, oh, you're not very, you're not very good with your left hand, Coach Craig. I'm like, no, I'm not. But that's why you guys need to get better at it. So. Yeah. Well, the, well, the thing is, if you if you only play with the one hand, you can only play on the one side of the court. So if I'm a right hander and I'm and I'm on the left side, that's of the right. Yeah. Trying to drive to the rim, it's, yeah. I'm going to get found out every single time. So, and it's something that you don't really get taught when you when you're um, learning the game. I guess you sort of just get told how to do the fundamentals, how to dribble it up and down. But um, yeah. I, it's a good piece of advice. Yeah. Yeah, for today, to be honest, I feel more... Yeah, we always play a zone defense. Sorry, what was that, Nick? No, I just... I feel more motivated. I want to... Today, we've got to um, finish up the rest of our episode, but I kind of want to hit, find the nearest court and, uh, you know, get get the ball moving, pound the pavement. Yeah, that's it. Well, I, uh, I promised my son uh, yesterday that uh, we'd go and get some shots up uh, this afternoon, tomorrow afternoon. I'm just okay. going to wait for it to cool down a bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you'll, you'll cook. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> well, we, well, um, uh, yeah, I don't need to worry about uh, the tan. No, well, that's it. That's it. It's a bonus. Um, we really appreciate you coming on today, Craig. So we'll, we'll let you go there, my man. And, you know, absolutely love this take as a Lakers fan. My pleasure. I was stoked to hear this song. I can't wait to see what the next couple of years brings. Um, it's certainly going to be exciting. Yeah. I see LeBron chase down MJ. Yeah. 
hundred percent. And uh, good luck, guys. Um, I look forward to uh, to hearing the podcast and uh, yeah, keep me posted. If you've got any other questions or you want to get me back on for another hot take, I'll uh, absolutely I'll, 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 love I'll to. We'd love this, my man. We have so we we absolutely will. All right, guys. Take care. Have a great Thanks, weekend. Man. Cheers, take All care. Best, mate. Keep on hooping. <laughs> See you, mate. See you, guys. Bye. Okay, and there you have it. There is four of the hottest takes you are likely to hear. Again, a big thank you to you know everyone who jumped on. We certainly appreciate you guys taking a bit of bit out of time, bit of time, should I say, out of your your days to you know jump on with us, fellas. Absolutely. So yeah, you enjoyed it, right? Yeah, but the other thing, I, I enjoyed the hot takes, but they were all really great blokes. We knew yeah. some of them. Um, we've spoken to Apex a little bit. Um, you know, in the past, and we know he's a really good bloke. But the other other guys really easy to talk to and avid basketball fans by the sounds of it so it's a shame we had to kind of cut them short like we were only doing 10 to 15 minute kind of little interviews but mm. i know with all of them they could have well been their own individual hour-long episodes could have been we'll have to have some of these guys on um in the future absolutely uh well i guess you know this has been a long episode but you know you and i roll i think we've held down the fort pretty well we've done all right nick we've done all right we'll have nick we'll have our uh, sorry lee on board next week as well so we'll have the third member come off the bench again and the three amigos back in the uh, back in the action that's it so yeah brilliant i'm looking forward to that uh guys we're only a couple of weeks away from ball being back so you know start gearing up for that it's going to be huge when it returns um continue to stay up to date with our socials we'll be bringing you all the latest news as it drops as we etch slow slightly close to the season resuming um, yeah Ro do you have any parting words? That's about it I really enjoyed this episode loved chatting to the, the guys that we had on and um, yeah keen to do one of these um, very shortly absolutely guys we look forward to bringing you another hot episode next week I uh, hope you enjoy and we'll talk to you soon love you bye shout out to daily chip that was true you gonna have to go ahead and see what they know that was all the time, it ain't no romance if he knows. We gon' make it drop, 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 tie.